Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, super wonderful, and Disney-themed restaurant-loving <laughs> wife, Michelle. Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Sunday, April 26th, 2020. It's easy to say. 26th, 2020. <laughs> and... Hey, what do you know? It's just us today. Wow. We don't have a special guest. Wow. It's, uh, uh, what is it, like a throwback kind of yes. episode here. It's been so long. I Next know. Week we will have guests again, so uh, <laughs> uh, take it for what it's worth today, whether you enjoy it with just the two of us or whether you prefer we have guests. Either way, uh, uh, take it for what you like today. Right. I mean, we always have such a great time with people who join us and we are very appreciative from uh, the last few episodes where the people who have joined us thank you so much and uh, like you said now we're on our own today so yes like, Ooh, get scary. back on this bicycle <laughs> there we go uh, now we're gonna have a lot of fun today and we appreciated that you joined us today in the future you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts however the very best place to find us is on our own website hyperionadventurespodcast.com and while you're there why don't you go ahead and sign up for the newsletter? Yeah, you'll enjoy it that you did that. Tom does a great job putting that together and it does give you some really great insights and uh, premier info. Premier info. That's right. Premier. <laughs> Top of the line info. Now, it's just another way for us to stay in contact with one another. I do put like, you know, the last couple episodes we've done, what we have coming up, if we have some questions, where we need your input on, which some of you chipped in on this week's episode, uh, we'll put that out there. And anything else we have going on, it's just one more way to stay in contact uh, with us and, and be part of our Hyperion Adventurer community. And as a reminder, we just use your email address for us sending that information to you, the newsletter to you. We don't uh, give that away at all. And I think you'll enjoy it. I think the people, we've gotten some good feedback from people who have signed up for the newsletter. So thank you. And I uh, want to invite all of you to do that. Right. It just comes once a week. We don't try and spam your your email, right. you know, with a bunch <laughs> of different things. It's just once a week we send these to you and uh, hopefully you enjoy them. So, and then there's other ways to play, uh, stay in contact with us as well. And that's through social media, which we're very active on. We have a great group out there on social media. And if you ever want to follow us that way, you can find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, maybe suggest a topic, comment on something we're doing, or whatever the case may be, or if you have a question for us in general, you can always email us at Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Right. We love hearing from you. And on Pinterest this week, I did, uh, we we did create a board that is devoted to things that are going on out there to help people get reconnected with Disney. Fun, mm. fun Disney things to do at home. And, you know, hopefully you, you'll enjoy that as well. And uh, we do love hearing from you, whether it's through social media or through email. Yes, definitely. We love hearing from all the Hyperion adventurers out there, just like you. Uh, we want to hear from you as often as possible. And again, a lot of you chimed in this week on uh, this was this topic got 
It's so funny because we had so many responses. Yay. This one really struck a chord with people. So hopefully uh, we're, you'll hear your name out there. If you've chimed in, whether it's through email or through some of our social media channels, uh, we will be going through your selections for our main topic in just a little bit. So have fun. Right. And we're so appreciative that you did take the time to uh, respond to that and share your thoughts. And uh, we were excited to get them in uh, a lot of similarities in some regards. Uh, and it was just a lot of fun reading people's uh, reading all of your input yeah uh, very interesting choices out there and uh, we've talked about it enough let's get right to it let's get to the main topic of the week Oh, yes. <laughs> Weird Al makes his debut here on the Hyperion Adventures podcast. <laughs> I knew Michelle would like this one very much. She is a Weird Al fan. Absolutely. That is great. Again, I just love the creativity that you're bringing to our podcast now with these songs. And <laughs> love that one. I don't know. So. It's how creative I am. It's how creative these other people are. I just find <laughs> them. It's like, oh, that'd be kind of fun to bring on. Let's play that one for this week. Again, another episode. Apparently, we're hungry again. It's another episode <laughs> dealing with food. Only this week, our main topic is going to be our five favorite Disney themed restaurants. So these are going to be restaurants that are located either in the Walt Disney World Resort or the Disneyland Resort. I don't know if you did anything in Disney Cruise Line. I'm not sure if you did. Well, I guess we'll find we'll out. Find She's giving out. me a look. She's giving me a look. Uh, they're going to be uh, table service restaurants. I think that was my th- thought on this. Not quick service. Again, we'll see what Michelle's come up with. You never know with Michelle's lists. Um, plus, you never know exactly how many five will actually be. It could be seven. <laughs> it could be tan. We don't know. Uh, but this should be a lot of Everything fun. Everything always falls in within the numbers of five. Somehow or another. <laughs> five Z. Five double X. Yes. Um, but I let's. I don't have borders. I don't have limits yeah, in my right. thought process. Coloring outside the lines. <laughs> I like right. that very much. Very much. So uh, let's get right to it. Uh, here are our five favorite Disney themed restaurants. And we always start with Michelle. One, because she's wonderful, awesome, <laughs> everything great, but also she has the, definitely the most interesting list. So let's get to number Michelle's number five pick for her favorite Disney themed restaurant. Well, thank you, honey, for those kind compliments. Uh, I hope I don't uh, go below that high bar that you've set. No for chance me. of that. <laughs> Anyway, so my number five uh, is actually located at the Disneyland Hotel. Oh, okay. okay still a resort. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar. Um, and I More of a lounge <laughs> than a restaurant, but okay. They serve food, <laughs> they yes. They serve food. And as I was about to say, too, is that I probably actually would have put it higher on my list because I love this location. I love the kitschiness of it. Mm-hmm. Um and I love the food and, and the drinks, obviously. Um, it, 
the food selection, if it was broader, I think I would count it more as, you know, uh, more of your table service kind of dining location. But um, we've gone there and had it be our meal. Mm-hmm. So I figured sure. it, it kind of clicked on all the, the boxes there. Um, if you haven't been there, it's super fun and unique ambiance. And, and every time you go, you notice something new. Uh, talk about being immersive. It is it is that. Um, and that they have things happening while you're there. And I, and I don't want to give any secrets away of what happens. But, you know, certain drink orders may result in something happening at the bar or with some of the mm-hmm. servers and everything. Um, the food, which consists, uh, as I mentioned, small plates, they are are really delicious they do update the menus from time to time as well um so again not necessarily best option for an entire meal especially if you have a a, a large family or you know with kids or anything like that um but but it can if you want something light to eat for example before going to bed it it might have fit that as well um and um there is an allure to the challenge of whether or not you'll get in or how long you have to wait. Um, but I think that's part of the fun of it too, is that, you know, it's, it's something you're, you're wanting and, and you may have to wait for it, but it, it's worth the wait. Yeah. Uh, it's a good point. Like I said, I, I, I kind of consider it more of a lounge. That's why I didn't make it onto my list, but right. I understand it. Um, also you can, uh, of course they also have it at the uh, Disney's Polynesian resort at Walt Disney world. Um, it's a little slightly different, but mm-hmm. mostly the same feel, uh, behind it. Uh, cool stuff happens when you go in there. It is enchanted. Right. Uh, so the enchanted things happen while right, you're there, right. but, um, it's really enjoyable. It can be tough to get into, uh, both, both areas right. uh, are, it can be very packed, so it can be difficult to get into. But the, the food is good. Small plates, a lot of. Um, you can make a whole meal out of it, but right. uh, it's it's just a good time to get a good cocktail. Right. A nice small plate of food. It's right. Just, the it, small it, plates you can share right. and, and things like that. And having gone to both of them, personally, I would say I, I kind of like the feel of the, uh, the one at the Disneyland Hotel uh, just a little bit more. But I, I think you had a different opinion opinion of that so it, it is just you know what your personal tastes are but they both have fun things that happen yeah I, I find the one at the Disneyland Resort at least on the inside area is a little uh, more condensed it's a little tighter in there uh, but it's still very busy at the Walt Disney World Resort too so uh, it just depends on what you prefer but they're both great I, I, right. I will go to either one of them anytime so all right now I'm anxious for your number five so my number five uh, we are going to the Walt Disney World Resort and actually to Disney's Hollywood Studios and my number five is going to be a throwback of course as the Disney Hollywood <laughs> Studios to old Hollywood and that's gonna be ho- the Hollywood Brown Derby restaurant mm. I, I just love the theming behind this restaurant. It is classic throwback to what was a, a, a real restaurant that used to be in Hollywood, the Brown Derby. Uh, it has very good food. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed the food there. Um, they, you know, they, they've made it themed out just like as if you were back at the uh, Brown Derby, we, completely with the uh, the caricatures of different right. celebrities and even some uh, Disney big names uh, in there as well. Sure. So you kind of feel like you're going back into history you know most of us never had the opportunity to go eat at the brown derby in hollywood right uh so this is kind of uh, your opportunity to you know get a little piece of that and like i said it is uh it is 
very classic to what Hollywood Studios, our former MGM Studios, right, uh, was originally, which was kind of based on you know. You're, you're you're transported into this classic movie set true, area. True. So. Can't agree with you more. I mean, uh, that is a great place, and the the food is and service is amazing as well. Um, you do have the nod, like you said, with all the caricatures, the um, original Cobb salad mm-hmm. invented at the Brown Derby, and so it is a, an amazing place. Plus, it's nice. Uh, especially considering Florida weather that may be either very hot or raining and it's a nice sheltered way to get out of out of those elements as well and like you said really appreciate you're at you know Disney Hollywood Studios and it has that throwback feel. yeah so I mean I don't think the theming is like overwhelming there right. it's, you know mostly it's just kind of a nice restaurant but the the touches that they do to make it look like the original at least inside um, I think are, are really nice and right. um, I I kind of enjoy it yeah definitely good so, choice that's my number five let's get to Michelle's number four uh, favorite Disney themed restaurant. Okay, so this one I have to admit I have four A and four B. Oh, talking. <laughs> no, I know. Well, mainly because I, I and I'll give my four B first. Uh, I wasn't sure if you were going to allow this one because it is from the Disney Cruise Line. That's fine. And so I thought, all right, I better put a four A in just in case. So four B, uh, I put is the animators palette on mm. disney cruise line and they have that on all of their disney mm-hmm. cruise ships um and if you're able well first of all just going in there again the the feeling of being immersion immersed into the magic of disney animation you have screens all around you that look like framed pictures uh, you know and it's very cute the dishes the clothing of the cast all support that theming of disney animation um you know and if you're fortunate enough to be on a cruise at seven days or longer then your second visit to animators palette can really be special um and we won't give away any secrets it's something that they do that we've experienced multiple times and each and every time we have an amazing amount of fun with it and love it um so that's i thought was really special and and you're on the disney cruise so you can order multiple dishes with no additional cost Mm -hmm. right (laughs) so all really pluses but it's you know it's it's great how they they share and and give reverence to you know both the classic animation characters as well as keeping it current and updating it with the the newer films that are coming out as well so yeah it's it's really a great dining room uh, if you have never been on a Disney cruise uh, before uh, they have three dining rooms on each of the ships and you rotate throughout them uh, during your cruise so you know maybe your first night you're in animators palette the next night you'll be let's just say we're on the wonder you'll be at Triton's right third night you'll be at Tiana's place whatever and then if you're going longer you will cycle back through them again uh, and then yeah there are multiple shows within animators palette depending on how many times you are how many times you get to visit there right. how many nights you are on the cruise but uh totally enjoyable both all these shows that they have in animators palette are very fun they use the screens to the best of their ability to entertain the kids it's great for kids because it keeps them entertained sure while you we, we know some of these dinners can be long you know right. and uh the, disney does a great job of one getting the food out 
to them, making sure they're entertained. But this is also another way uh, to make sure your kids are entertained at a, you know, what could be a stuffy dinner. Right, exactly. So that was my 4B and 4A. And this one might have made your list, I'm thinking, but not sure. Uh, Docking Bay 7, Food and Cargo. I didn't, again, all mine are our table service Mm, restaurants. So I love Docking Bay 7, (laughs) Food and Cargo, uh, but it's a quick service. So I did not use that one. It did not make my list only because of that reason. I love all the food there and I love the theming behind Docking Bay 7. Right, exactly. Um, You know, it's really fun, even how the cast members typically are very much into character, you know, and like you said, it has great theming everywhere. It's nice that they have vegetarian and vegan options as well um, and really good ones. I mean, I tend to like some of the healthier options when I go to the parks um, and these ones are ones that I I always look forward to and love. So um, anyways, I agree. I didn't put it higher because it was uh, it was a quick service and not sit down. but I shouldn't speak too much more about that because I think I did another one like that. Oh, <laughs> what do you know? Um, yeah, um, I, I, yes, I, I, I've everything we've sampled from there enjoyed. My favorite is the braised shack roast. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really good. I it, just tender, uh, delicious. Uh, I just love it. It's, uh, it's fantastic, and I'm happy to go back there. Right. Every time we get to Star Wars yeah. Galaxy's Edge on both coasts. So very good. Okay, so your number four. My number four might be on your list because it's something Ooh. that seems to be kind of it it speaks to your heart and uh, maybe your favorite pavilion within the world showcase at Epcot at uh-huh. the Walt Disney World Resort and that is Chefs de France mm, um nice. i kind of i mean it's it just has that feel and we've been to paris right. several times lucky enough to have been able to do that and it's got that quaint um little Paris cafe right. feel to it uh, while you're out there. Then, you know, sometimes there's entertainment going outside. They still have, of course, all of the you know world, the harbor out there, the the Bay World Showcase. Um, that's really really cool to you know just be able to take if you got a window seat to look out right. at. But the food is excellent. We we enjoy French food very much, um, and it's just. It's not that difficult to get into, but it, it just for what it is, it's it's really a nice quaint place to have lunch on a a regular day to world showcase right now i agree with you and uh it does very much capture the essence of of places we've been to in in france that have that same ambiance and um i agree with you that's a great one almost made my list almost made my list um but i think i was going more uniqueness of maybe character kind of feel so maybe i did put myself in a yeah my the the theming on this is uh you know again it's we're not going extreme on the theming i think some of my later ones might go more extreme on the theming uh this one is just kind of a yeah it's like again just like similar to the hollywood brown derby uh it's it's a little it's more just a standard restaurant but if you look at the nuance of it the way it feels um the theming of it to me is is just it, it feels like I said. It feels like we're visiting a cafe right in Paris right. somewhere, and that's where I've got the the theme out exactly. of it. That which is what they think they were going for. True, absolutely. And you know the the servers are all from France, anyway. So I mean, it it just really supports that theming. Right. Perfect. Yeah. Excellent. So. And great dishes there. There's yeah. nothing there that 
I've ever tasted that I didn't yeah, just didn't, love. Yeah, I didn't it at all. I mean, just a simple steak frite uh, right. is just so good to get there. But um, I, I, I enjoy it every time we get a chance to go. And yes. We, we, and you can usually get a reservation pretty easily. Right. It's not one of those places that it's like, oh, I need to get there on day one right. you know, when my ADRs open up right. and, I, exactly. and, and get there. No, you can usually find one even last minute. At, and it's a, it's a really good place to eat. So I uh, really enjoy it. So yeah. that's my number four. Let's get to Michelle's number three favorite Disney-themed restaurant. All right. My number three, and I would have actually put this much higher, but they took off my most favorite dish when they revised some of the um, menu items, but it's Flo's V8 Cafe at Disney California Adventure Park. Have you had a table service restaurant yet? <laughs> I thought, sure. Uh, I did. I did. I, well, and don't actually, me wrong. I love Flo's. I mean, I, I love everything on your list, but I've got so different than you. Animator's did. palette. I went, oh, that's true. I went so different than you on my list of how I chose it, you know, but I, I, I love all of your choices. Don't get me wrong. Likewise. I just, I, 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 just, I was just thinking, it's so funny because we have, let's do this. And then we just never really go over the parameters of it. So right. we always come up with these wild changes in our list. That it's are, all left to interpretation. Right. Exactly. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, talk about flows. Flows is great. Love flows. Flows is great. So flows, you're you're in Cars Land, and let me tell you, when you're in that shop, you feel like you are in Radiator Springs. I love the jukebox car hop kind of feel to it that they have. Um, you can either eat inside and when you do you know you you get the blend of the great music it's like 50s and 60s styles and they've actually kind of developed a whole backstory about flow to incorporate that music so it's really fun um or you can go on the outside which is what we typically do is pick a table outdoors and get to really sit next to the radiator springs um, the racers, yeah. racers, and watch that. And uh, again, it, it does just have that feel that you are there at Radiator Springs. You've gone there for the day to visit, and there you're having a meal. Love whether it be breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Um, the lunch and dinner menus are the same, but the breakfast is unique, and we we, we typically like to start our day there. Um, yeah, we have uh, regularly breakfast yeah. at, at Flows is is on our docket of we usually get there especially if we're doing rope drop we'll get there do a few things and then uh, hit up flows for breakfast right because it's really good it is good it's not that just you know okay eggs and hash browns or anything well they have that but they do yeah. but you can get some other menu items that are you know a little bit more unique or um you know feel a little bit more mm -hmm. special yeah, very cool. Yeah, great choice. Also, uh, great milkshakes. Their milkshakes yes. are excellent. If you go to Flo's, definitely get a milkshake. Right. And although it is quick serve, you are using actual plates mm -hmm. and forks and knives. It's not disposable. So right. you do have kind of like that restaurant yep. feel. Yeah. It is a great place. Like I said, we were just thinking differently on how <laughs> we build out our list and what the parameters were involving it. Uh, but it is, a, it, again, I, I, I love Flo's. We hit it up all the time. Yeah. Uh, we love Flo's. Uh, very much so. Uh, my number three, yeah. we're going to stay in Disney California Adventure Park for Ooh. my number three favorite themed restaurant. And uh, I'm going to go to the Lamplight Lounge, um, which I find fantastic. It is like possibly my favorite restaurant uh, within the Disneyland Resort. Uh, I get tough to get reservations necessarily for, right. but um, a lot of times you can squeeze in there one way or another. We've done it frequently, just being able to just 
pop up there at the right time and, yes. and, and be able to get in. But uh, the brunch is excellent there. But the theming inside is it's very Pixar based. If you go right. in there, they have a lot of memorabilia based on Pixar, a lot of posters. Um, a lot They have the, this one booth that has all the... Uh, the, the uh, Pixar balls that right. are there um, just kind of lining the wall around the booth. Uh, that's really cool. But uh, if you go to the restroom, the, the hallway to the restroom has <laughs> all these kind of chalk um, lines from the various different right. movies, uh, you know, like movie uh, lines, like, um, you know, uh, just think of your catchphrase or whatever. Like from infinity and beyond. Yeah. And um, but, you know, and it, it, you just sit in there and like, like, especially if you're waiting for your, your significant other to get done with the restroom and just read the wall um, because there are just so many cool lines there. But it just, it's really a nice place. The food is fantastic. I love the food. The brunch, if you can book brunch there, I would highly recommend it. It's so good. The brunch is so good. And they have great cocktails, great wine list. Um, it's it's really, really an enjoyable restaurant, someplace we like to hit up as often as we possibly can. Right. It, you're right in all aspects of that. It's interesting because in side the restaurant itself it kind of almost has I, I don't know exactly how to talk about the theming it's it's not childlike you know it right. doesn't give you the feel of oh you're in a kitty restaurant it's more um kind of a mature theming I, I think with the dark darker woods mm-hmm. you know color and things um but I agree with you the brunch which isn't every day um is amazing. It's it's one of the best we've ever had at any of the restaurants. And um, the servers are incredible. And it's one of the few places we actually like to sit at the bar right. and eat. Um, that's such a rarity for us. But it is good. It is fun having that interaction at the, that particular bar. Um, although it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it is great. They also have that outside seating area. Uh, with the tables that are kind of like community-based mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got a nice fire pit in the front. So right. if you're there on a chillier day or in the evenings, when it, if it cools down a little bit, the, the fire pit will keep you a little warmer there. Right, and, and then you get to, to actually be looking out over at the park and all the activities going yep, on all there. all over Pixar Pier and right. everything, yeah. Yeah, so it, it is a fun, fun place to be in that regards. And um, But even just going there for like whether you want some cocktails and snacks uh, – and I know for Disney dishes, you recreated one of their most famous dishes for snacks, which is the lobster nachos. Yes, and which is, if you like lobster, if you like nachos, <laughs> it's a must if you go to the Lamplight yeah. Lounge. Um, so good. Just a fun way to, you know, again, some of the experiences we've talked about on other episodes is that, you know, having a way to break away from some of the hustle and bustle and yet still be within it and still being enjoying and appreciating your surroundings of where you are um but having that that downtime a little Mm -hmm. bit to kind of regroup right uh it's just it's really a nice place um going back to what you said about how it's not yes it's pixar themed but it's not kitty based yes the kids may get a little out of it uh but a lot of the memorabilia you'll see hanging on the walls is uh, stuff that'll you know interest adults and like how some of these characters were created and um like pictures from when they went to different locations uh to get uh, concepts behind how to uh, make the either the settings for these areas or the characters themselves or whatever the case may be uh, and just little things that may, even stuff that maybe didn't necessarily appear in the films, uh, but maybe kind of uh, lead to you to how they 
came along the concept right. of these different, uh, again, con- uh, characters or uh, concepts behind the film. So right, really, really right. cool. It is cool. It uh, is cool. So, so. Uh, that's my number three. Let's get to Michelle's number two ranked Disney-themed restaurant. Okay. So my number two, do you want A or B first? Oh, boy. Wow. <laughs> You pick. I, I I have faith in you that they're kind of the reason I have them there. Sorry to mean to cut you off. No, um, the reason I have two A and B is um, because I really do love them both the same. I I would would be shocked if one if not both of these are on your list. Um, but at the Disney Hollywood Studios, uh, the fifties primetime cafe mm-hmm. and the sci fi dine in theater restaurant, mm-hmm. I think are so much fun. Um, for different reasons, obviously they're very different uh, type of atmosphere, and the food is very different. But I love both of them equally. So, like with the '50s primetime cafe, it's just really fun. I think again, you know, you you like things where you had great experiences, right? And I remember being, um, you know, with my parents early on going to that restaurant. Um, when we first went to Disney Hollywood Studios and, and, and seeing their reactions to some of those old TV mm-hmm. um, clips is, was pretty funny. And it is really good hearty food that you can get there for sure. And, a, a, you know, fun, fun and atmosphere. And similarly at Sci-Fi Dine-In, I mean, that is so unique going in there and again, watching these, these funny old sci-fi clips um, and just feel like you're at a drive-in theater and have a, a fun time it, to me both of those places just remind me of fun yeah uh it, yeah really interesting choices there as far as the 50s prime time uh, i love the, the the concept behind it unfortunately i've never eaten there <laughs> so i can't be on my list because i never truly experienced it right. we had one chance where we were going to uh, experience it uh, we were there with my mother and our son, Scott. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, we were getting close to getting there. Unfortunately, Scott got a little skittish in there. It was just a little uh, overwhelming, I right. think, for him. Uh, so Very you ended up going with my mother and, and, and enjoying a meal in there. He and I went, I, I forget where, you know, one of the other places and we ended up getting some chicken fingers or something, right. you know. So I didn't actually <laughs> get to, to experience it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't get to actually experience it, but yeah, I can appreciate it. And someday I hope to uh, check it out with you right. as well. So yeah, I can appreciate definitely. it. As far as the, sign in, the, the sci-fi dine-in theater restaurant, well, that's my number one pick because oh. I love that place. Right. So very much. It's one of the first restaurants that you took me to in our first trips to Walt Disney World Resort when mm-hmm. we were we, we were dating. I fell in love with it instantly. I think it's fantastic. The idea behind sitting in these cars, these fake cars, well, <laughs> and watching these old B-movie clips and trailers right. and commercials and all this stuff in a, in a drive-in theater surrounding. I think the theming is so fantastic. Yeah. Um, the food, uh, it's... Okay, it's not the best food you're going to get anywhere, <laughs> but I enjoy. If you want a good burger and fries, you know, for maybe you know, you're paying a little bit more for it because right. of the theming there. Uh, but it's a pretty good burger and fries, and their shakes are really good, and they have good beers and the good wine, right. and it's. Uh, but more than anything else, it's just the theming behind it. I mean, you just it's just so enjoyable to go in there and just check out these funny old movies. You're like, right. what the heck was, <laughs> what are they thinking back in the forties and fifties? It's so funny. Um, and sixties, but, uh, just, I, I really enjoy it. It's really one of my favorite places and it's usually a must do, uh, 
place when we take our trips to right. the, well, definitely Disney's Hollywood exactly. Studios. And I would say, I would say that one, I agree with you. Probably that's why that one made it to 2A is I wouldn't want to miss going to that one mm-hmm. when we were out there, whereas the 50 Primetime Cafe, obviously we've missed it um, when we've been together. And uh, But it's still kind of, like I said, more memories, feelings from being there with family. Yeah. Um, both from what I, again, I've never, I, I've been sort of into the 50s Primetime, but I haven't <laughs> actually eaten there. So that's why it's not on my list. But the theming is excellent from what I've been able to see out of it. Um, I appreciate it very much. And I think it probably, once I get to eat there, it probably would have been on my list. I just right. didn't make it because I can't truly speak to it right at this moment. Um, but sci-fi, definitely, that was my number one. So, oh, wow. You know, I bet your number two is my number one. So. Probably. So we're going to steal from one another. Yes. So, uh, yeah, let's get to my number two. My number two is the Jungle Navigation yep. Company Limited Skipper Canteen, which was tough for me to decide between which was going to be number one and number two between that and the sci-fi. Right. Um, but I just love, one, the, the food is fantastic. I mm-hmm. love the very unique menu that they have there. It's uh, it's very global. Uh, it's very interesting. I haven't had anything that I haven't loved mm-hmm. every time we've gone there, although we tend to order the same thing most right. of the time. But <laughs> I enjoyed it. The wine list is really, really good. Uh, but more than anything else you know it's we love the jungle cruise right. and it's very themed after that uh, including you know like the host host or hostess will bring you in we'll kind of run through a spiel with you including some right. corny jokes uh, so might your waiters when you're there <laughs> but even little things around the restaurant as you're just kind of sitting there and waiting for your meal and looking around taking things in like the great wall of china right you know which um and when, if you go no there spoilers. find out what the great wall of china is because it's great um uh, i really recommend if you you know the the main room mess hall is fine right. but get into the sea room or the jungle room right. because they're a little quieter and they're a little more nuanced uh, but you can find some great things and there's some little interesting things that are in the hallways that lead into those rooms as well that right. you can check out as you're going in i highly recommend it like make your order and then get up and just walk around a little bit just to kind of look at some of the right. sites in there because it's really, really a, a cool place. And Michelle, it was your number one. So why don't you speak to it? It well? was my number one. And I I think everything you said, I could echo for sure. You know, it, it it's so cute, so unique in that regard. Um, and yet the, the food, I find the food really special. I don't think there's any other restaurant that I can think of in the resorts that, you know, um, other than it, maybe some of the, the hotels, the nicer restaurants and some of the, the hotels that has such a unique and broad type of um, menu. And like you said, we haven't had anything we didn't like. Um, it, it is again, an area where you, you can get away from the hustle and bustle of the park and especially that part of the area of the park is usually oh, yeah, right really busy oh, yeah. <laughs> really busy um but to to step out and really just you know sit and enjoy a, a wonderful meal um so we we definitely love it and it's funny as we're sitting here talking i just realized i started and ended my list with jungle cruise themed yeah, that's true Restaurant. Told you we love the Jungle Cruise. <laughs> I, I mean, who doesn't love the Jungle Cruise? And, you know, I mean, part of the funny thing about that is between Trader Sam's and the Jungle Navigation Company Limited Skipper Canteen, uh, such a long name, uh, is that it, they all are revolving around, you know, what is great about the Jungle Cruise, which is the 
corny jokes. Right, I mean, right. Trader Sam is is a corny joke told every single time you're on there. You hear That's about Trader true. Sam, uh, and then of course, you know, just uh, this. It, it, it you it, the great thing about it is like go on the Jungle Cruise first, right before. Like if you can <laughs> yes. make your fast pass, schedule it. Uh, get your your uh, advanced dining reservation. Right. Ahead of time for Jungle Navigation Company Limited Skipper Tan- Canteen, and then uh, make sure you have a fast pass for Jungle Cruise right before, and just get off the ship and go right into right. the, you know, or vice versa, because it carries. It's such a good theming carryover. Uh, right. Either way you do it, it just it's totally enjoyable. That is a great tip, great great idea to do it. You're right; it really helps, kind of, you know bring you into the restaurant already in that that themed kind of mentality. Um, you know, the other thing I would say about the Navigation Company Limited Skipper Canteen is that it does have some traditional dishes yeah. that, that you're familiar with and you can try and you'll love. Uh, but if your adventurous side is kind of out there you there are some dishes that you can try um, and the servers are always great to give amazing descriptions and, you know, help you guide you uh, based on what your personal tastes are. And so it, it gives that other element that you can kind of be adventurous as right. well. And you don't need to be afraid if the, the kids are coming along with you into the restaurant too. You know, thinking like, oh, there's this food that, you know, my, all my kid eats is macaroni and cheese and chicken mm-hmm. nuggets or whatever. You can find that there as yes. well. You don't <laughs> need to worry about that. You can still get a burger or whatever the case you, whatever you like. And that goes for adults too. Right. Um, but if, you know, there are people in your party or yourself are on the more adventurous side, like some more interesting food, uh, like some uh, complex ingredients. Um, from around mm-hmm. the world, uh, some uh, complex flavors from around the world. Uh, really is a a great uh, menu, and then yeah, you throw in the theming, and mm-hmm. it really is a it really is a home run for sure. Right. And that's it could have been number one on my list. Right. And some days it probably is. Right, you know, right. Did you have any honorable mentions? Uh, I think I just won. I mean, I like I liked be our guest. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I I think the theming is excellent. I really wish the time that we went that we had gone into some of the side rooms right. that are there. Exactly. Uh, we went into kind of the main hall, uh, so it might have been we might have had a slightly better uh, feel for it if we had gone just like we you know for the Jungle Navigation Company sure. Limited Skipper Canteen. God, I hate saying that name. <laughs> so many words. Um, if we had only gone in the main mess hall, we might have had a different feeling sure. on it than what we've received from that space. I, I would love to try Be Our Guest again and mm-hmm. try it in some of the other rooms because I thought the food was really, really good and right. I really enjoyed that part of it. Um, I just would like to, it just got a little cacophonous, a little loud when we were in right. the main dining right. hall. Right, and all the tables were pretty close together. Right. And yeah, it didn't seem to have that intimacy that I was expecting to be in that that um restaurant so it's kind of one of those things when you're in the 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 big dining rooms like that that you know depending on where you are within it uh, Mm -hmm. you'll have a different experiences if you're more sort of the the walls or the sites the wind where they have the 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 windows they're you know they're not real windows they're kind of like screens that they have you know sometimes a rainstorm or it snows or whatever outside uh you may have a different feel than if you're like in the middle of the hall and then you don't kind of get the ambiance as much right around it and, uh, you know, the same could be said for like, and we talk about it all the time, you know, the Blue Bayou restaurant mm-hmm. at, uh, you know, at Land Resort uh, near Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, I'm actually right inside Pirates right. of the Caribbean. Uh, the food's very good. I mean, it's, a, it's, you know, I wouldn't say it's great, but it's very good food. Uh, but your experience is going to differ depending on where you sit in there. If you're sitting just kind of way back in the back or in the middle of it. 
Uh, you know, it's okay. It's nice. The food's right. okay. You know, there again, it's Disneyland, so there's only one place in Disneyland that actually serves any wine or any uh, beverages, and that's at Oga's Cantina right. at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So you can't even have a glass of wine uh, when you have this food. So you know, it kind of suffers a little bit from that. But if you're right, if you get a table right on the water and you can watch the boats go by right. and see the bayou scenes and everything, then your experience is going to be a little different in that restaurant. And I, I suggest if you haven't been to the Disneyland Resort, or even if you have, you've never eaten at Blue Bayou, take the time to wait to get, if you want to eat there, take the time to right. wait to, to, to get a, a waterside table. It's really, really worth it right. for the experience. Right. right. And and I totally agree with you on that. You know, that's where, again, you feel the immersion into the experience. And um, we had that same same kind of experience at Disneyland Paris at, at their um, restaurant that was associated with that that attraction so it does play a difference in where you sit in terms of how you feel it's specialness right i, guess. I mean if you're going there and just and just sit in the restaurant and eat the food the food's fine it's pretty good mm-hmm. uh, but it's still gonna be like okay it's a, you know it's a little it's bit a better restaurant. than mediocre restaurant you know and, and i paid a little bit more for it and the theming doesn't quite come as cross as well but if you're on the water side then you get the full theme and then right. you know the food is that much better everything is just you enjoy uh, the time you spent there and you feel better about the money you spent there right. as well exactly so. i did have a couple other honorable mentions mm-hmm. um and i think the thing that um when making up my list not just putting my favorites but putting the ones that i felt like i really do want to go back to them or mm-hmm. i could go back to them over and over but these ones uh i also enjoy and would recommend if people haven't tried them and one is a simple one that's the trails End restaurant mm. you know at fort wilderness um resort and you know it just it does have like kind of like that davy crockett theme because they do have the lounge the crockett's so, bar I think, right yeah. right next to it um you know it has that woodsy Crockett's tavern. yeah Crockett's, Crockett's tavern right you do have that woodsy feel um uh they do have a fairly good variety for a buffet service in yeah. there whether you're going uh the when they have brunch brunch is their best also um but we've had their uh regular breakfast during the weekdays and their dinners and it's a, i do think it's an honorable if you mention. like smoked meats yeah if that speaks to you Man, they have some right. really good stuff. I mean, you are not going to walk out of that uh, that brunch or that buffet hungry. Right, right. Know, oh, so much pizzas, fried chicken, um, lots of smoked meats, uh, just so much good food. Right. And, All and, the Mickey waffles you can and eat. And yes, of course, the standard Mickey <laughs> waffles, which Michelle really loves. So. Um, the Garden Grill restaurant at Epcot is also, you I've know. I've never eaten there. Though, uh, right. Yeah. I mean, again, it's not one that I'd say I have to go to or go over and over, but you know, once in a while, it's a fun little treat. And, you know, who doesn't love Chip and Dale? Um, and the other honorable mention is Cinderella's Royal Table. And mm. I know you haven't done that. I have not. Um, you know, I think it is a great experience, especially, you know, for kids. Um, and it is pretty special in that regards. It, again, it's just not one that I would say, oh, I got to go to that mm. over and over. Yeah. Uh, one other honorable mention that I'd like to add, uh, I didn't think of right away, was uh, Carthay Circle Restaurant at uh, Disney California mm-hmm. Adventure Park. Right. Uh, another great theming, uh, old school Hollywood in there. The the lounge 
especially is really, really good. Uh, but the food there is really good as well and, right. and totally enjoyable. And you get that kind of old Hollywood feeling there, just as I was talking about with the Hollywood Brown, Brown Derby, Derby before. Right. I probably didn't make my list because we really haven't, we, we've sampled some things there, but we haven't really sat down and had a full dinner there Correct. yet. It's something we want to do at some point, but totally enjoy the lounge. Uh, I would go to that Carthay Circle. If we can't make it to the Lamplight Lounge right. or the Alfresco Tasting Terrace, which is another great place that we love, um, that's that would be another place on my list that I would definitely go to for a cocktail and, and a small plate at any time. Right, exactly. And we do have a future episode about lounges. So right. who knows, you may have tipped your hat there. Yep, maybe. 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 <laughs> maybe. But we do know um, several people have, who have had a meal at Carthay Circle and loved it. So, And most people will suggest to you if you're doing uh, whatever the, the uh, World of Color dining package right. or whatever the case may be, you can get that or the Wine Country Trattoria or whatever, they will almost always tell you to go to uh, Carthay Circle. Right. And I, I, you know, from what the, I haven't tried everything on their menu, but I've tried a few things from what I would say. Look, the Wine Country Trattoria is fine. The food is mm-hmm. fairly good. Uh, but I really, I think the Carthay Circle's food is, is right. better. Yeah. Um, so I would, if you're, if you're, Deciding to do that, um, try and make it at Carthay Circle would be my suggestion. I would agree with that. Yep. Well, I guess it depends what you like. If you want more pasta and stuff, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with a wine country trattoria. Right. Um, I just think Carthay Circle is themed a little better in the food, from what I understand, it seems a little better. Sure. Sure. All right, so those are our selections, including some of our, oh, let's just say extra choices that we always <laughs> like to add into these. But more importantly, you all chimed in, or many of you chimed in, uh, and helping us and, and giving us what your selections were as for some of these uh, great themed re- Disney restaurants. And boy, you guys came out in force Yay. with this one. Like this one struck home to you. You love some of these restaurants. I'm going to go ahead and start with something we someone uh, who sent us something through email he regularly chimes in on our different shows and is a subscriber to the newsletter so that's how we knew to respond to this and uh so he came in this is doug from uh, escalon california i believe uh he came in through email and said hey tom and michelle great topic once again uh topped five themed dining establishments uh, in parentheses, that I've personally dined at so far, in parentheses. He said, number five is Flo's V8 Cafe, Yay, so like good you. Yep. Uh, number four is Carthay Circle, also in Disney mm-hmm. California Adventure Park. Uh, Yak and Yeti was his number three from Animal Kingdom Park. Nice. Very nice. Uh, Liberty Tree Tavern at uh, Magic Kingdom is another great choice that we didn't bring up, but we right. eaten there yeah. and we enjoyed it very much. Fairly recently, actually. Yeah. Uh, oh. Lots of great, we get a lot of food at yes. Liberty Tree Tavern. <laughs> it's pretty good. I love it as well. And his number one was Blue Bayou. He said, unfortunately, I can't say that Blue Bayou or Flows are too reliable in quality food. However, the theming is definitely top notch. And we just talked about Blue Bayou right. a second ago. Yep. Uh, and, you know, and how it, you know, the food is okay, but you really need to get that prime table. And that's the, exactly. the best thing about it. Funny thing is, he had a second email right <laughs> after that. Doug chimed in. He's a, you know, so, you know, interesting. I don't know if you remember that he said it or if he wanted to. I think he decided he wanted to do just table service from this one. See if you can notice a little difference in his first list to this list. I thought okay. it was kind of interesting. He said, if I had to narrow it down to just table service, my list would go as follows. Five, Whispering Canyon Cafe at the Wilderness 
Wilderness Lodge. Mm-hmm. He says it's a kind of inherent theming from the lobby, but I love the servers so much there. Right, so, yeah. You know, I mean, some of the ambiance of these themed places, uh, the servers play a big part exactly. in that so much. I can see where that is. Again, he went to Yak and Yeti at number four from Animal mm-hmm. Kingdom. Uh, Cinderella's Royal Table at uh, Magic that Kingdom. That one got a lot of love yeah. from several people. Yeah. Um, Blue Bayou was his number two at Disneyland, and number one was Liberty Tree Tavern at Magic Kingdom. Between his two emails, apparently he decided to flip-flop Liberty Tree Tavern <laughs> and Blue Bayou because they were number two in this. Liberty Tree was two in the first one. So I understand. I flip-flop from yeah. moment to moment. Right. So I get it. Right. I, you know, I was just going to say the same thing that like, like we say that this is our list as of today and ask us tomorrow we may change the order five minutes i know i know how many times like just when we're research i don't know about you but like when i'm researching the topic and i make my list and then when i go back to you know kind of fine-tune some of the information i want to share i'm like really i put that in that location no i need to move it up (laughs) (laughs) so good but so funny but i totally get it thank you doug i really appreciate you chiming in uh often on our different subjects uh we really appreciate everybody who chimes in we've got some more lists i I think a lot of these are from twitter and so we even got one from facebook in there michelle uh who else chimed in on our subject well uh we're really happy to hear from trent and jenny uh they do the disney dna podcast and you can find them on twitter at disney dna a pod um, and they were remarking how it was a, a great and fun question. They uh, put their number five is Yak and Yeti. Mm-hmm. And I know I've heard them talk on their podcast how they love that that location. They came uh, on our show and talked about Yak and Yeti true. and they mentioned how much they love it. <laughs> and that uh, and we said we've never been there. So right. maybe one of those things we need to experience. Exactly. Sure. Uh, their number four was Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater. Mm-hmm. Good choice. I love that one, yeah. Yeah. Number three, San Angel uh, Inn. The San Angel Inn, yeah. Right, okay. and number right there in the Mexico Pavilion. Right. Um, number two is Be Our Guest. Okay. And number one, Cinderella's Royal Table. So. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So nice choices. Thank nice you, friend choices. Jenny. Yeah. Uh, Nate and Serena from DVC Duo. Oh, who were just on a few weeks ago. Right. Uh, yeah, Giving amazing tips on uh, the DVC. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so, excuse me, I'm you're all choked I'm up. Trying over to, Nate and yeah, it's okay. Yeah, we, I know, I know. we appreciate them and Trent and Jenny and everybody else who chimed exactly. in. Exactly, okay. yes. and, and trying to breathe at the same time. Yeah. Oh, what, what, a, what an experience! Yes, <laughs> uh, they wrote so many great options. So their top five would be a Jungle Navigation Company, a great okay. one. We, we, we placed yep. yeah, Ohana. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sana. Ohana's interesting. Yeah, Ohana over at the Polynesian Resort. Right. right. Sana over at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah. And over in Epcot at the German Pavilion, the Bear Garden. Oh, yes. Bear Garden. Right. And they also have uh, San Angel Inn. Uh, is one of theirs as well. Right. So those were in no particular order. This, it didn't list an yeah. order. Um, so one could assume it could be five to one or one to five or just yeah. top five. Great choices. Five. All of them. Yeah. All of them great choices. Uh, and then we also heard from Rob, our friend from Jedi Temples Archives podcast. Yes. I, I think he might be coming on our show sometime very soon. soon. Ooh, yes. Looking forward to it. Yes. Uh, and he put in no particular order, Olga's Cantina. Oh, really? 
Shocking. I know. From, that's what I mean. That's from somebody shocking. who is on the Jedi Temple Archives podcast. Right? Yeah. And he said, hey, it requires dining reservations, so it counts. I thought it counted. I just was not surprised he included it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's still more of a lounge to me, but okay. Yeah. Uh, you can order food there, too. Yeah, very little. I'm, yes. I'm there with you, Rob. It's, it counts. It very counts. Uh, Ronto Roasters, which is, I know, something that you love as I well. Yeah. Uh, Hoopty Doo, musical review ah, that's another thing I, you've done I've, I've never done, done several that. times yeah. yeah yeah and I thought you know that one I probably should have put it at least as an honorable mention um, I'm looking forward to doing that at some point yeah actually I think we're talking trying to figure out a time that we can all go with Rob yeah I mean in fact that wife. was uh, talk of the next time we get out there trying to arrange that with him, with him and his lovely yes. wife Kim and yeah that'll be a lot of fun exactly um, Sana's and I think I'm saying that. Sanaa. Sanaa mm -hmm. uh, as well. And Be Our Guest. Okay. So. Be Our Guest. Cool, Very cool. popular out there so far. So uh, I, uh, here's a few more here. Adam from the Mouse and More podcast who took part in our video yes, from a couple weeks amazing. ago. Yeah. Uh, he hit us up on Twitter. You can find him at the Mouse and More. He said Be Our Guest Ballroom. Mm -hmm. uh, Tusker House, which is, I believe, the uh, sort of buffet restaurant that's right. in the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Sanaa, he says, I love Love the booths they have. Uh, 50s Primetime, another great right. choice. Uh, the Brown Derby, we talked about that right. already. Sci-Fi, Adam goes on. He's like us. He keeps it like his five. He's got a big list here. Right. Uh, Sci-Fi Dining, uh, Cinderella's Table. Uh, Steakhouse 55 at Disneyland. Yes. Which is, it's really a class. It's a real classic steakhouse right. if you ever yes. experienced it. But they have great tea there as well. Yeah, um, the decor there is really, yeah. really enjoyable. If you think of sure. a steakhouse, it is what you would expect from lots of wood. Woods and an old Hollywood style. Yeah, and a lot of pictures from some uh, some Hollywood. Kind of like you know, it's caricatures in the Brown Derby, but they have like some old classic pictures of a lot of different mm -hmm. uh, classic Hollywood stars. You know, so. right? Uh, and finally, Flo's V8 Cafe yeah. as well made his list. Uh, Keenan from Part of Our World podcast, who you can find on Twitter at P O O W podcast, said, "Be our guest is pretty much a tradition for us at this point." Aww, so nice. yeah, uh, I appreciate that. Uh, Bridget Clement, who you can find on Twitter at Bridget Clement 19 said California Grill is an arrival day tradition in time for fireworks, of course. Oh, yes. One thing about the California Grill, it's up top of the contemporary, yep. so you get that great view of the fireworks up there. And she says, hmm, I've never been to be, a, be our guest, but we have resis in September. So good luck with those. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun to be our guest coming up. Uh, we love the theme at 1900 Park Fair. Cosmic Rays is good. Uh, she says she's going to miss the electric umbrella. Okay. Uh, she loves Sunshine Seasons. Absolutely love the theme at Tony's. Uh, in Magic right, Kingdom, yes. she says, if you like Italian and romance, it's a must do. Yes. So it's very interesting stuff there. Uh, Ashley and Emily chimed in on Twitter as well. You can find them at Traveling Magic. Uh, they say, oh my God, yes. Uh, we look, or excuse me, just OMG, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we loved our Be Our Guest dinner. Such an amazing experience. We'll definitely be doing again. Uh, Tim Madden, who I believe he also... Uh, is a, a subscriber to our newsletter. Nice. He chimed in on Twitter. You can find him at, it's either at T Madden 
or at Tim Adden. But <laughs> either way, you can kind of figure it out. Uh, he said, and we got, this is our Disney Cruise Line chime in. Uh, oh. Tiana's Place on the Wonder is our favorite oh, Disney yeah. restaurant. And that is great theming if you've ever been on the Disney Wonder. Right. Tiana's Place is another spectacular Disney dining room. Exactly. Uh, I mean, they have a lot of... It's it's it just fits. It really fits, and I'm we're so excited. I know we talked about it at our last cruise how they you know incorporated that theme there on the wonder. So we love that. Yeah. So why don't you you have a few more over there? We have so many of these to go do, through. Yeah, we do. Um, Tony, who was recently on our episode with his boys just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so and he's uh, has his Disney Discussions podcast and can be found at Disney underscore Discuss. He uh, also said no particular order for his list. Be our guest. He loves the theming and the food is okay. Uh, Sci-fi <laughs> dine-in. Uh, Ohana's. Okay. Uh, San Angel Inn. Uh-huh. He also includes Sana. And then he wrote, now I'm hungry. And I totally get that when we're working on these lists. It's always like. We're always hungry. Oh, yes. We always do these things right around lunchtime. And we're always starving when we do these shows. So right. Yeah, every time I'm, we're talking about these things, it gets me hungrier and hungrier. So. Exactly. Very cool. Thank you, Tony. Yeah. And Will and Jalesa from Young Adventures. They were just on last just week. Just on talking about food with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can be found at young underscore family YT. They say number one for theme would have to be Skipper's Canteen. They love the Jungle Cruise type jokes that the servers do, and the menu is well themed. They love it. And I think we, we kind of said the yeah, same it's thing. Right on top of our list, uh, whether it was one or two on our list, it was right there. So I right. um, definitely agree with that for sure. And a uh, longtime follower and, and, and good friend, uh, Josh, Tombstone Josh. He's from uh, Disnoids Podcast, and on Twitter, he can be found at Tombstone Josh. He says, uh, just thinking about it makes him hungry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Us too. Totally yeah. understand, Josh. Thank you. Yeah, and and can be a tough decision, and we totally get that too. Um, so again, we're getting some recurrent themes here. Be our guest is number five, number four, Sanaa, number three, Ohana, two, Sci-Fi Dining, and one, Cape May Cafe. Oh, Cape May Cafe making yeah, an appearance yeah. on the list. Nice. That one also was one that I considered doing. Yeah, very yeah, nice. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. Thank you, Tombstone Josh. Yeah. I'll definitely check out their show, Disnoids Podcast. Right, great show. right. Great show. And uh, Josh is a great guy and a great fan of our show. Right, so, right. Okay. Very cool. I have a couple more and then I'll turn it over to you for okay. some too. Uh, Justin Monorail from Monday ah. Morning Monorail. And on Twitter is at the, and I'll spell it. C R E U T Z. I think it's the Crutes. Crutes. I'm, not, I'm sorry, Justin, if I screwed that up. But. <laughs> well, I wanted to spell it because also, like, even if you say it, you right. might, like, what letters? Okay. Um, and then, or also at Morning Monorail, uh, he thought it was a great question and fun topic. And as he put, here's his list for today <laughs> uh, when he wrote it number five, 50s prime time. Mm-hmm. Number four, Satuli Canteen. Right, that's at uh, Pandora. Yeah. Yes. And number three, Skipper's Canteen. Number two, Burn Garden, Beer Garden. Beer Garden. <laughs> okay. okay, I can't talk. It's German. It's the German. It's yes, tough. Yes, yes. And number one, Be Our Guest. Huh? And he, But he said, well, wait, 
how could he have forgotten Docking Bay 7? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said, oh, well, I'm sticking to it. Honorable mention will be Docking Bay we 7. always allow honorable mentions. That's you should right. know that by now, That's Justin. Right. So I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right, so a few more that I have here. We'll go to... Uh, Magically Meg, who you can find on Twitter at Magically underscore Meg. She said, uh, be our guest for sure, but I also love the theming in Skipper Canteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amanda hit us up on Twitter. You can find her at Amanda K underscore Data. Uh, she likes Blue Bayou and Sci-Fi Diner. Nice. So great. Uh, we, just to prove that we do have other social media besides Twitter, uh, Kimberly, <laughs> I, I'm, I hope I pronounced your name right, uh, Kimberly Ryder. Sorry if I if I mispronounce your name, Kimberly, but thank you for chiming in. We she hit us up on Facebook, nice, and said at Walt Disney World we like the theme of the sci-fi dine-in, but had a really fun time at Beer Garden in the Germany Pavilion, at the Disney California Adventure. Our current favorite is Lamplight Lounge. I mm-hmm. understand, and at Disneyland the Carnation Cafe. Very nice, mm, nice, nice. So we also heard from Nocturnal Disney, who can be found on Twitter at Disney Nocturnal who said, Be Our Guest is hard not to go with when talking themed restaurants. But also added, if you're including, hey, this restaurant is themed after this location, then <laughs> added on Ohana's. Yeah. But also thinks that Ohana is the best meal on property. Ah, so I've heard yeah. that. I've never eaten at Ohana. I, maybe when we finally do and, and stay at one of our home resorts uh, <laughs> at the Polynesian, we might actually finally get right? to eat at Ohana. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then Frank Cardillo from Theme Park Thursday uh, with Dillo's Diz. Mm-hmm. And he can be found at Dillo's Diz or at Frank M. Cardillo. Mm-hmm. Says, hmm, themed not just food quality <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's part right of this. i mean this is all up for interpretation even sure. you, we said that a million times t- sure. today it's whatever you think how each is. of us thought yeah our list to totally different this topic sure. yes uh so number five the beer garden mm-hmm. number four brown derby mm-hmm. number three hoopty doo at pioneer hall okay number two san angel inn okay and number one ohana yeah, Ohana making the list again. I know. Right. So he did write, sadly, Beaches and Cream has fallen off that Aww. list. Although I did try to say, well, look, can we include it as an honorable yeah. mention? <laughs> he said, and he did say that he would still go back there for a burger, but he doesn't. He, he liked it when it was with the more quaint before they redid it. And they had the more quaint um, kind of right. soda shop feel exactly. to it. It's a little bigger now. Of course, they can allow more people in, but it's not maybe as quaint as it was before. Right, right. So, so. Um, take it for what it is. But uh, interesting list. Thank you, Frank. Appreciate it as always. Uh, adulting in Disney also hit us up. You can find them at Twitter on Twitter at Adulting in Diz. They said this has caused a bit of an argument in our house. <laughs> Okay, I get that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they put Be Our Guest, mm-hmm. Ronto Roasters, Ohana again, Casey's Corner, interesting Ooh, makes a list. Yeah. Yeah. And Artist Point Storybook Dining with Snow White, which I know is something we've really wanted to do. We've done Artist Point before they right. did Storybook and Dining loved and, it. and loved Artist Point, but we haven't been back there since they've done the, the new thing with Snow White and everything right. and the Evil Queen. Not um, due to lack of trying, right. though, for sure. Um, but it is something we are interested in doing sometime in the near future. Uh, Disney Dad hit us up on Twitter, at DisneyDad9. Uh, you can, he said, uh, Sci-Fi, mm-hmm. Docking Bay 7, Yak and Yeti, right. San Angel, and Tepan Edu, Edu, Edu? 
uh, whatever it is, uh, the restaurant at the Japan Pavilion at Epcot. Right. So that's very nice. I don't think you've been there. I've been I've there not. with family. Have you? Oh, yeah. Very nice. Yep. My mom yeah. and my sister went up there once. And nice. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed do it. Wanna, I yeah. do want to try that at some point for sure. Uh, Yellow Beads and Me hit us up on Twitter. You can find them at Yellow Beads. Uh, number five was 1900 Park Fair Brunch. Mm. Brunch. They specifically brunch. Right. Uh, number four was uh, Les Celliers, which is interesting. I would, I'm surprised Les Celliers has not hit somebody's list before right, this point. Right, right. Uh, number three was Sci-Fi. Number two was Chef's Difference. Finally, <laughs> yes. somebody agrees with me. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, number one, again, Tepan Edu, Edu, Tepan Edu uh, yeah, makes their yeah. list. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Ryan also hit us up on Twitter. You can find him at Guy No Two, or I assume that's number two. Uh, number five was Gico, which is another restaurant over at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four is Beer Garden, making a strong showing again. Yeah. So t- speaking of strong showing, number three was Ohana. Nice. Uh, number two for him was Sanaa again. <laughs> and number one was, well, okay, Jeff Ryan. Uh, Victoria and Alberts. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope to get there uh, at some point. He, right. went, he goes on to say, and then for breakfast the next morning after those <laughs> dot, dot, dot. So apparently uh, Jeff Ryan likes his food out there nice. at the uh, Disney Park. So um, I, I appreciate that for sure. So, yes. wow, we had so, as you heard there, right. we had so many different people chime in. Uh, obviously, awesome. this was a topic that hit uh, many people close to home. Thank you for chiming in. And interesting, I, I, I'm going to go through and I counted the results of this oh, okay. just to kind of see and included ours in here, mm-hmm. how the voting would go uh, for some of these. Uh, any guesses on what the number one restaurant was? Um, well, I would think either Ohana's or San Angel. Uh, close. Uh, actually, Be Our Guest oh, was number right. yep, one. Be Our yep, Guest Be was our number guest. one. They uh, received 11 of votes, followed very closely by Sci-Fi Dining, oh, yeah. uh, right. which got 10 votes. Uh, then it was Ohana was seven, Sanaa was six, Skipper Canteen was six as well. Right. Uh, as for Disneyland, Flo's got three votes. Uh, and most most of our listeners uh, apparently were are Walt Disney World. Or the people <laughs> who chimed in. Right, are, anyway, <laughs> uh, Walt Disney World, because that got more votes, or maybe they just assumed. And there's more choices to go at Walt Disney sure. World than there is Disneyland. It's a much larger area, uh, many more restaurants. So Flo got three votes. Uh, we also received um, we also received votes for a few other, of course, Lamplight Lounge, right, right. Steakhouse Fifty Five, a couple other places at Disneyland, Carthay Circle, um, as well. Uh, interesting, we received at least one vote for forty three different wow. restaurants across Disney. And, oh know. my gosh, that's incredible. Incredible. Yeah. And I know um, we're very honored that people took the time to mm. respond to this question and, and got in the fun with us and really appreciate it and touching for us. Yeah, we really, I, uh, we were shocked actually. We thought we'd get, you know, maybe seven or eight people right. that would chime in on this topic. But again, apparently it hit close to home for nice. you and you were really wanting to get involved in this and we really appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, everybody, great choices. There's a lot of, on here that we've tried, but there's a lot more that we have not tried yet or haven't tried in a long time that we definitely plan to get to in the future. And I may have something to talk about that in our tip or my tip coming up. But that's it for today's main topic. Thank you again to everybody that chimed in. I'm getting hungry. I don't know about you. Definitely. (laughs) Let's break out some food. Let's break out some food.
And Weird Al gets us even hungrier as he always does. <laughs> yes. I love it. Uh, get yourself a plate and eat it. Um, so, uh, usually at this point, this is where I hit the Disney stories of the week. However, there just really weren't many Disney stories going on this right. week. So we're just going to go ahead and skip right past that. Uh, maybe we'll have some more for you this week. But we never leave you without some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation, whether it might be to the Walt Disney World Resort, the Disneyland Resort, Disney Cruise Line, Run Disney, which we're hoping is going to come back soon as well, especially to the West Coast. God, come on, Run yeah. Disney. Please come back to the West Coast. Uh, but we always start with... Michelle. One, because she's just awesome, fantastic, <laughs> just all things wonderful and beautiful in the world. But also, she absolutely has every week the very best tip. So let's get right to it. Here is Michelle's tip of the week. You're so kind, sweetie. So I uh, kind of tried to incorporate our theme of theme dining. Wait, that sounded really weird. Theme of theme dining. Theme of theme it's, dining. It's, it's accurate. <laughs> I guess so. And I know that a lot of times at, at some of these dining uh, experiences, you get to meet characters. So this topic relates to autographs. And we know that collecting autographs is a fun activity for kids and families and certainly makes great souvenirs when you get home. Uh, so I wanted to give some additional ideas of maybe um, new ways to do that. Now, some people are super talented uh, and can create their own autograph books and kudos to you because I've seen some things online that have been really impressive and really, really uh, have thought those look amazing. But for those of you who might be like us and not have quite those same kind of skills. Well, you do. I don't. <laughs> well, uh, anyways, and some, a couple other options that you might want to, to try out in addition, or if you already have autograph books and you want to try something new, one would be to bring a Disney storybook, mm. you know, and they do have those books that have like multiple stories within the that book uh, or just any Disney storybook and bring that and let the character sign you know next to the characters in the book and so it's not only a great fun souvenir but then as your child or you read to your child you get to see those autographs yeah. and, and again remember the trip that's, that's a good idea I love it well thanks and then the other thing that you could also consider doing is getting a picture matting uh, that you could get them to sign all on the mat and then use that to frame a picture of your child with either one or some of the characters or some part during your trip and again you know, being able to have that as a as a way to have a souvenir. We did that on Disney Cruise Line. We have it's actually a pin set of one of the uh, Disney ships. Right. It's like three giant, three or four giant pins that are put together to make one massive pin of right. of the ship. And then the matting and it's framed, and then the matting around it is signed by various characters and the captain. Right. The exactly. Ship, uh, that sailing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's just some other ways to have these fun, free souvenirs to to go back and reflect on your trip. A few pointers, though, in this process of using these is, one, use Sharpies. It makes it so much easier mm -hmm. for them uh, to actually do the signature, especially if it's on something like a, a matting or a, into a book. Um, and the next thing is, if you do use the book, 
have the book open to the page you want them to sign. You know, it, one, it saves time, but then you get to kind of maneuver where you want the different characters to sign in the book. So either way, you know, you provide a fun activity and you end up with a, you know, more unique keepsake from your trip. Yeah, it's really a great tip. Uh, Michelle's tips, always the best tips, of course. <laughs> uh, really, uh, some good ideas. Yeah, I mean, th- there's obviously the autograph books that are out there that you purchase at various mm-hmm. locations, including right there in the parks. But why not do something different and unique and uh, interesting, especially if you've already had them sign some of these books in the past. You know, right. why do you want to get I mean, your your uh, children may want to get these autographs, but they, you know, I mean, if you've had them sign a different book right. or two books, or do you really need a third book or a fourth exactly. book or whatever? <laughs> Find something different that you can use. And a, a really uh, a great, great points. And yes, about making sure to leaf uh, to whatever page you want them to sign before you get on there. It's just park etiquette to help people move the line along. Right. You know, I mean, you have all this time usually queuing up to uh, get these things signed from with these characters. Right. There's no reason why you shouldn't have that page ready to go when you get up there. It just moves the whole process along that much more quickly for everybody behind you. Right, so just, right. Just good good park oh, etiquette that's true. in general. That's true. And yeah. plus, that, that's a way that you can kind of spread it out from the throughout the book rather than just having, or you may want one page that they all sign either way, but you get to control and manipulate what you want. Yeah. Again, Michelle's tips, always <laughs> the best tip. Well, we haven't heard yours yet. Yeah, so. well, my tip is just going to go back to kind of the our entire list that I talked about, 43 different restaurants <laughs> that everybody named th- throughout Disney. And what I want to say about this is, yes, okay, you know, when you go to Disney, part of going to D- Disney is the nostalgia. It's going back to the places you love, especially if mm-hmm. you haven't been there in a long time. If it's, you know, it's been in a year or more since you've been to the Walt Disney World Resort or right. the Disneyland Resort or Disney Cruise or whatever, and you kind of want to hit up those same places that you feel comfortable where you've had a great meal or whatever. Right. But you saw or, list, or you heard that list of how many restaurants right. that people love throughout Disney, all the parks in the cruise line included. What I want you to think about is when you go, yes, feel free to hit up those places that you love again, but try something new. You know, if you've never been to Sanaa, if you've never been to Ohana, you've never been to the Hoop-dee-doo, if you've never been to the Cape May Cafe, any of these places that you've never experienced in the past, you know, why not add those to your list coming up here you for all you know the it, it could quickly become one of your favorite places and don't be afraid if it, you're staying somewhere maybe closer to the monorails or to the uh you know to well uh, excuse me to epcot or whatever right. to you know get a transportation or a lift or whatever it is or a minivan or whatever and get out to the animal kingdom lodge and try they have great restaurants right. at the animal kingdom lodge some of the best food you're going to find at any of the resorts resides at the animal kingdom right. lodge which is what we heard of some people right all of the restaurants i think at the animal kingdom lodge <laughs> were named by somebody uh so you know Go out there and get out of your comfort zone every once in a while. And this goes for everything. You know, try different lounges. You know, go out there and try something different every time you're in the parks because you just never know what you're going to fall in love with and it may soon become the next tradition. That is true. So um, take this list, go through it, and think about, you know what? That's a good choice. And the next time you make your ADR or the next time you're in the parks and you're trying to figure out where you want to eat, where the group's going to want to eat, make one of these suggestions and who knows, maybe you'll fall in love with the place. Exactly. And we'd love to hear from you Mm -hmm. when you do that and let us know how things turned out and, uh, you know, keep exploring and be an adventurer. Be a Hyperion adventurer. That's right. That's well done, Michelle. (laughs) 
Michelle always has the best puns as well. Uh, so that's it for this week. Next week, well, we're going to be celebrating a couple of things. Yes. Yeah. First off, we're fast approaching May the 4th. Right. Be Yay. with you. So we'll be uh, doing our part for Star Wars Day. Yes. Secondly, fun. next week will also be our one hundredth official episode now i know if you look on your whatever player it has it may say we have 105 or whatever some of those are like our d23 episodes were a special series i don't consider those as part of the regular episode there's some promos that are in there that i just kind of had to put through our our service right so it kind of counts in there but as far as official episodes next week will be our one hundredth episode so that's fun yeah uh so we'll also be having a little fun with some of our special guests involving both those things first off we'll have rob LaBerry, who you know chimed in a little bit ago he's been with us you know through shows and just listening to our show since the very beginning he's one of our greatest friends and uh you know he's been a very big uh, proponent for this show Uh, as you know he also hosts the jedi temple archives podcast which i sometimes guest star on you've yep. even guest starred on that show as well he'll be returning to the show I'm so happy about that yes we're always happy when rob joins us and we'll also be welcoming welcoming pat and charles from the conversations podcast who i think if you've never heard their show you're really going to enjoy them they are a hoot they're a lot of fun they have a great show and they'll be making their first appearance with us and better yet michelle is going to be donning her game show host (laughs) cap once again and we're going to play in honor of star wars day and just for fun for the 100th episode uh we're going to be doing a little star wars and Disney Parks mashup game that should be uh, really, really a really good time. Looking forward to it. I know that uh, I've been trying to keep a lot of the details of it kind of uh, secretive, hush, even, hush. even from you. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully everybody, will, I think everybody is going to have fun listening to this episode. We have some really wonderful, warm, fun, loving, funny um people who are joining us so we're so thrilled about that and i think that you'll find the topic and the game pretty entertaining to listen to and all three of them rob and uh pat and charles obviously they all love star wars they do star wars podcasts but all three of them are also big fans of disney parks so uh i think this will be a great mashup and it's going to be a lot of fun and of course uh, we want you to play along at home when you're listening and you know when you michelle throws out her different portions of this (laughs) game show we'd love to hear uh what you thought what you would have responded with as well yeah are you gonna have to find some uh game show music to have in the back star wars game show music that should be interesting yes yeah i'll dig something out this week and we'll (laughs) see where the challenge is on for you yes absolutely so as for today we appreciated that you join us in the future you'll find us most everywhere you find podcasts however the very best place to find us is on our own website hyperionadventurespodcast.com and while you're there let's just go ahead and sign up for the newsletter yep i think you'd be glad that you did that and if you could also tell a friend about our podcast uh, and also, or, and or, and or, um, do a review. We'd really, truly appreciate that. We really appreciate everybody who's given us a review. We've gotten a couple of reviews over the last couple of weeks. One from our friends over the Detour to Neverland podcast. They said some great things about us. Yeah. The other one came from, he said, you know, keep, the, 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 I am paraphrasing here, but it was keep up the good right. work. By the way, this is Stitch. Yeah. <laughs> <This> was, <laughs> 
<laughs> Stitch, who of course is uh, Tony's son from the Disney Discussions podcast, who joined us a couple of weeks ago. Thank you, Stitch, yeah, for we, chiming in with with that. It was really kind to you. Totally it nice. loved it. Yeah. Talk about uh, you know something in your day that just makes you smile, yeah. and that and hearing of uh, that Stitch took the time to give us a review like that definitely Spe- gave us a smile. Speaking of that, and he teased it on our show. The Stitch Takes Over episode of the Disney Discussions <laughs> podcast. I think it just came out last week. Uh, definitely go check that out. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Stitch, is, Stitch is a hoot. He is sure. a hoot. He, he is. And wonderful. I mean, Tony and his whole family is just yeah. so adoring. We, we love them. And so. Yeah. And they'll be back on the show again at some yes. other point. Because you seem to enjoy them too. And we just love hanging out with them. So <laughs> great time. So uh, also follow us on social media. On Twitter, we're at Hyperion Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And you can always email us at HyperionAdventuresPodcast at gmail.com. Right. And we appreciate everybody, again, who took time this week to participate in our show. We were glad to have you join in our show. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for joining in on the show. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for just being you and uh, you know supporting the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Exactly. We really appreciate it. So. That's it. Thank you for listening to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week.